Life is a canvas. Listen as Dr. Allison R. Tendler and her guests paint the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and business leaders on her podcast, The Art of Seeing Clearly. Through insightful questions and thought-provoking conversation, Allison and her guests explore the essence of what it means to truly experience life, business, entrepreneurship, love, success, and even failure through a clearer lens. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Allison R. Tendler, board-certified ophthalmologist, surgeon, owner, and CEO of Art Vision at Artisan Skin and Laser Center. I literally get to work every day to help people see better on the 2020 eye chart, but true clarity in life and business sometimes takes a little bit more than that. So today, I'm here with um, our guest and one of my dear friends, Jennifer Fleming. Jen is the lead producer and PR strategist for Brightspace, a marketing agency based in Chicago, Illinois, and director of Simon Says Give, a philanthropic organization with the mission to encourage and support children in our community. Jen, welcome and thank you so much for joining me here today to discuss your art of seeing clearly. Hey, thanks for having me, Allison. I'm super excited to be here. Well, thank you for helping us uh, get this process up and rolling. But Tell us a little bit about you. I want to hear more about your background. Oh, gosh. Well, I am a South Dakota girl at heart, um, and I have a love, and yeah, you as well, right? Um, And I just have a love and passion, uh, well, for all things I do, but um, for marketing and PR. So uh, kind of spent a career in being... um, uh, reinventing myself, I guess, if you would say. I started early working in uh, healthcare technology um, and just kind of found that career, um, you know, kind of looking for new challenges. And that's something I've done throughout my career. So went from healthcare technology to real estate, of all things, did a little side hustle. Uh, about when you and I met was when you were in that hustle. What's that? I think that's about when you and I met. When, when yeah, you when, I was, when I was kind of doing a bunch of different side hustles. I was doing the real estate game. And then uh, uh, 2009 rolled around and we had a little recession and uh, decided it was time to sort of reinvent myself again and uh, uh, started working for a PR firm based in South Dakota and New York of all places. And we always said, because we can. And that's when you and I connected on a bridge over a river uh, of all places. And, In the middle of the country, South Dakota. Yep, exactly. Oh, and so um, had the privilege of, of doing that and kind of rose through the ranks in that company to, to lead that firm, uh, which was super fun. Um, and then just kind of did some entrepreneurial stuff, ran my own businesses for several years and um, through a relationship from a high school friend, found this great agency in Chicago now, and I'm just continuing to to reinvent and reinvigorate and look for new challenges. And that's what life's about for me. So, well, you have definitely done that and and done that well. You are, I mean, you've done such a vast, you know, your industries that you've been involved with have been so vast. And your talents and skills um, have been, you've had to use them in multiple different capacities. And so the question I have for you, um, there's kind of the the word of being a jack of all trade, Um, like, hey, I can do all these different things. Or, you know, do you find value in that? Or do you feel it's more important for you to feel like, hey, I'm going to hone in on one of these, one of these two little niche skills that I have. And so what's your thought on that? 
Yeah, I think, what is it, the phrase, jack of all trades, master of none? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I think, you know, and I've tried to teach my my kids this as well, and, and even the teams that I've led is that it's really important. The most important skill, I think, that any person can have is, is being a problem solver. Uh, um, I would tell my teams, you know, don't bring me um, problems, bring me solutions. Um, and, and that is, um, in fact, I had a team member once that walked up to me in the parking lot at the office, walked up, stopped, scratched her head, turned around and walked away. And I said, what? And she said, I was bringing you a problem and I realized I couldn't do that. I have to come to you with a solution. <laughs> so she actually stopped herself. It, it became a thing and it was, it was great. And I was like, oh, I felt so good that day, but you know, she felt even better because she knew that she could do it. And she had the faith in herself and she turned around and walked away and came back with the solution. Um, so which, which allows you to also focus on what you need to do best. And yes, you need to run your, your business. You need to help somebody else run their business, but you also need to work out for your team as well. Um, the, um, of all the businesses that you've been a part of, which have been, whether they've been yours or somebody else's, what do you feel that like the leader, whether that's you or somebody else has done that's really impressed you or that you're like, hey, they've done that really well. I'd like to, you know, you know, institute that in the future. Hmm. Yeah, you just you asked me that question and I had visions of all the different sort of bosses or or not even bosses, just teammates or you know, people I've worked with. And I think the biggest thing that always impresses me in a leader or a coworker is humility. Um, just being able to admit like, you know, one, I don't know it all, or I made a mistake, or I, um, I'm struggling. Um, those are the things that just impress me, um, because we can't do it all. And if we could, why would we have a teammate or a member or, you know, or, yeah, I mean that I, I appreciate, and I think that's, that's also something about, uh, South Dakotans is, is we're humble and, I think that sense of humility and knowing when you're struggling and being able to ask for help or admit a fault is is really um, a genuine quality that I appreciate. I feel more and more that leaders need to have that humility and and to also be coached. I think young on is a when you're a younger leader, you feel like you have to know all the answers and you don't get to ask for help either or admit when you don't have um, all of those. But being able to say, hey, I don't know, but also have the the insight to say, but we'll work on finding the answer for you and to feel okay with that. So I think that learns probably the, the you learn that more the longer you continue on in your leadership path and role. Um, speaking of teams, you've worked on a lot of different teams and you've also led a lot of different teams. So what do you feel is something that um, may, may make or break a team? I think, well, obviously, what can kill a team quicker than anything is is infighting, is um, not having that sense of a team. Um, I have watched it, you know, if, if we're not cohesive, if we're not united, if we don't support one another, it won't work and it never will. Um, you know, also having a strong, um, decisive leader um, who builds that team up is such a key component um, and as a leader, I've never wanted to be in my team's way. Um, I don't have all the answers. I, I want to hire people and work with people and build people who are stronger than me, who have strengths that I don't have. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a creative. Um, 
And I will be the first one to tell you that anything that's math and analytical is not my forte. So I, you know, I find the best bookkeeper. I find a CFO advisor. I find um, people who are more, you know, analytical and pragmatic and that can do the things that I can't do. And then I rely on them and I trust them um, and I engage them at every chance I can. How do you feel having a team? Um, you know, it, it's hard when you have a small team or a large team and somebody is not, you know, doesn't maybe quite fit your your feeling of, of culture or your your team. How do you handle that? Those are always tough situations because they they you want to pretend that they're not emotional, but they 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 can be. So, any experience you've had on that? Well, dating myself, the, the older I get or the more experiences that I have, I think it's just taught me that I really have to learn to appreciate differences in others. And I think, you know, everything we've gone through pandemic and George Floyd and, um, you know, the, the appreciation of culture and growing up in, you know, South Dakota and our Native American, you know, uh, you know, culture here and um, even just, you know, all the opportunities I've had to travel the country and work in, in diverse, you know, cities and experiences, I think we, you know, or even just personalities, uh, you know, you have to learn to appreciate that everyone's coming from a different experience. And it may have nothing to do with me, it may have everything to do with me. But if I don't take a moment, take a breath, take a stop, and learn to appreciate that, or at least respect it, I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to. I, and I can put a boundary around that. And I can say, you know what, that is your perspective, but I have to at least appreciate it, acknowledge it, listen to it, and give that person that moment, um, and then figure out where to go from there. But I think that's probably the biggest thing life and time and experience have taught me. There's always value in all of those. Yeah. There's value sure. in life and time and experiences. How do you, with your team, or how have you helped others we're talking you know one thing we're talking about is clarity and seeing clearly um how do you um guide help others um on your team um in your group see themselves more clearly how do you what's an, a method you might have used to help grow or develop somebody to help them find their focus find their vision hmm, that's a great question um i know personally you know the busier I get, and I used to, I used to fill my funnel. I would, and I, you know, you knowing me as a friend, you're smiling right now. You know, um, I would be like, you know, I always thought I could multitask and I have learned through life that I can't do it. So even helping myself see clearly sometimes was really difficult and really challenging. Um, and I think, you know, in helping others, it's just being a sounding board and listening. And I got to a point where I wasn't even listening to myself. Um, so that was a really valuable lesson for me. So I tried it. I was really good at doing it for everyone else. I wasn't so good at doing it for myself. Um, but listening, I think, you know, to others and then learning to listen to yourself. That's probably one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned very recently. <laughs> and and continue to probably, you know, revisit over life as yeah. chapters change and moments change and and situations change. I think that's very wise. I've heard some other um, industry leaders say, you know, similar things that unless you have it, you know, together within yourself, it's hard to be a great leader um, unless you, you know, are really honing in internally, seeing who am I 
um, and, and working on yourself as much as you are working on your business or your team. Yeah, it's like that little, you know, people put the rubber band on their wrist or whatever to remind themselves continually to, you know, <laughs> don't go to the fridge or don't, you know, you know, don't have that next drink or whatever it is, you know, just to remind yourself to, you know, okay, you're not listening to yourself. You're not listening to yourself. You also need to take care of, take care of you so you can help take care of others. Um, one of the fun things that you've been involved with um, over the last several years, and I know you've got a, a philanthropic, you know, heart and nonprofit mind. Um, tell me about this organization, Simon Says Give. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I am honored to be, um, I always joke and say, I get to be Nolan's mom. Uh, and, and Nolan is my middle son. Um, he is the kid president of the South Dakota chapter of Simon Says Give. Um, Simon Says Give was started by Mandy Simon when she was seven. She is now 18 years old. Uh, it was started in Egan, Minnesota. College, yes. We did. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, and so Nolan and I, I met Mandy um, just shortly after she started it. And um, we were sitting at a dinner and um, he heard all about Simon Says Give and the great things Mandy was doing. They were doing backpacks for back to school for kids in Minnesota, 10,000 backpacks every August. Um, they were providing hundreds of birthday parties to kids in need. Um, and we got in the car after that dinner and Nolan um, was sitting in the passenger seat and he said, mom. And I said, yeah, he goes, can I do what Mandy's doing? And I said, sure, why not? So we uh, put together a lemonade stand in our driveway and he had a couple of his buddies over to help. And uh, uh, in two and a half hours, they raised $750 <laughs> and it took off. Uh, it was, it was, crazy. I didn't know what I was in for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nolan is now getting PR degree behind you to, to help him help him be successful there, Mom. I helped a little bit, but really it's these kids. And it's it, it has become um so and I have two other sons. Uh Jonah is now 16 and Ethan is 12. And it kind of became our family. Um, it's like our family thing. Instead of you know, football or baseball or basketball, we do philanthropy. And my husband's been involved. Um, we've actually got a kid board. So my kids' friends became involved. Uh, parents became involved. We have uh, family friends, um, other people that heard about us that wanted to be involved. Um, so we've got 10 adults and we've had 10 to 12 kids, give or take, throughout the, the years that we've done this. And we provided in South Dakota, across South Dakota, not just Sioux Falls, about 500 birthdays. Uh, every year to kids in need. We've done um, some unique projects. Um, we've done one called Make a Meal, Take a Meal, where we get kids together to make a healthy meal or snack. Then we send them home with the ingredients so they can make it for their families. Um, we've just been really blessed to do some amazing things with kids across this state, um, as well as giving my own children and some of their friends and an opportunity to speak in public, to plan budgets, to fundraise, to just do cool stuff, you know? Those are life skills that they're learning very, very early. And to be able to just even how to learn to public speak, but looking beyond themselves. And, and those, are, those are just life skills that'll take them a long ways. That's phenomenal. Um, congratulations to you and your family. Um, and I hope that that work continues to thrive and grow for you. Um, you tend to be um, someone who knows a lot of people. And one thing I want to 
connect with you on is the fact that you are a connector. You've termed yourself this before, your connector. How has it been a valuable tool to you? And how do you feel like that tool has been useful for kind of who you are seeing yourself um, in a clearer fashion? Yeah, I definitely think that one, that there's a difference between networking and connecting. Um, when I connect with someone or if I think of someone, like it's out of a genuine want to help or to um, bring people together for the purpose of building something. Or And I, that's that's me. I love building things. I love growing things, whether it's a business or and a relationship. Solving, like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, have ha, had this saying, and and I just my dad just said it again yesterday. It's dance with the one that brought you. Um, so basically, you know, pay it forward, and you'll get it back. You know, ten thousand fold, or appreciate the people who got you where you are. And that's never done me wrong. You know, um, you know, my dad also used to say, "You can't do a bad deal with good people," um, and I believe that. And so it's funny the little time, you know, the times like I'll run into somebody and I haven't seen them in 10 years, but yet something comes out of it. Or, you know, I met you through like a mutual being on a bridge, right? Yeah. 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 Like being on a bridge and running into you. And it's just like, oh, well, we should go do that. And, and, you know, years later, look at all the things that we've done and the relationships that have come out of that. Or, um, you know, uh, my, my current gig with bright space agency out of Chicago came from a guy I knew in high school who I'd run into periodically over the course of the years. And, you know, I hadn't seen him probably for who knows how long and look what came out of this. You just never know what good things will happen. And so, um, you know, it's not really not worried about burning bridges. I, I'm worried. I want to deepen those relationships. I want to, you know, broaden my rainbow and my horizons. And um, it's just, I just enjoy people. I, I really do. And I don't, if I connect you to so-and-so, I don't expect anything out of it. I just want to make sure I connect good people and that that keeps rolling and going because there's enough bad stuff happening, especially in the, in the world right now. Um, that the, I just don't have any room for that. I, I want to keep it. I want to keep all the positivity going that I can. Well, you have definitely lived uh, lived that, Jen, and uh, and I'm sure myself included, and many others out there are thanking you for that that value and that uh, trait that you have. Um, and thank you very very much uh, for all the connecting you've done for me. Um, lastly, uh, if you could if you could help somebody else try to see themselves more clearly. Um, we're talking again about, you know, there's, there's true vision and then there's, there's other, you know, we can go a whole bunch of different ways on, on vision and clarity, but with, again, your vast experience with different businesses and companies, um, how could you help another see more clearly in their role as either an entrepreneur or CEO? Um, if you could help them, what would you tell them? What would be one of the top things that you'd let that person know or guide them on trying to help them see more clearly? I think it's always good to take a moment when you're not, if you feel like you're not seeing things clearly or you're struggling a bit, it's always good to just take a moment and stop. Just stop. (laughs) Um, We go at a rapid pace these days and everyone's ready for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and bring it on. And sometimes it's just 
focusing on what you're really good at and what you really what you really started out to do. What was it that you wanted to do? Because sometimes there's distractions and shiny objects and squirrels, and I am the queen of the shiny objects, so I get squirrel. it. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> yep. Um, so, you know, go back to what you fo- you were focused on to begin with and start from there. And sometimes it's just a little perspective, you know? That almost brings us full circle to our original question of being jack of all trades versus versus focusing in on, on a niche. And that definitely has been a theme theme today. Well, Jen, um, I want to thank you uh, for coming on, sharing some valuable insight and wealth. Uh, just your, your knowledge and experience um, has done great things for you. And I hope it has for um, our listeners. And I know it has for, for me personally. Um, you've just, you're very inspirational, everything that you've done with your work and everything that you've accomplished. So I also encourage you to, to keep your focus and, and keep moving forward and, and finding, finding that clarity. Thank you for uh, being connector in my life, um, helping myself and others find focus and those resources, being that connector, um, those resources for us um, to pursue our goals and dreams. Thanks so much, Jen. Thanks, Allison. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.